Hello, and welcome back to the Double Your Business podcast. I'm your host, Heather Borsma. I'm a certified life and business coach who is passionate about helping you double your business without increasing your hours. Today, we are doing part two of the Powerful Thought series. Last week, we talked about some of the powerful thoughts that helped me grow my business to multiple six-figure level in just three years. And today, I want to talk about how to help you create powerful mindsets to help you grow your business and thrive in your life. We're going to talk today about the three steps of creating a powerful thought And we're going to talk about some of the different strategies that you can use when resistance and challenge comes up in that process, because if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So first of all, let's talk about just a quick recap. For those of you who haven't listened to last week's episode, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. A quick recap is that there's a difference between positive thoughts and powerful thoughts. Positive thoughts are thoughts that sound really good when you say them, but they don't feel good in your body. For example, if you've always believed that you are unworthy of love and you try telling yourself every day, I'm 100% worthy of love, if your brain doesn't believe it, it's not going to feel like anything in your body. And so we talked about how it's important to employ powerful thoughts rather than positive thoughts if you want to actually change your behavior and your results. Because when we just try and will ourselves to change our behavior and use mantras or positive thoughts as a way of doing that, it leads us into more hustle and often into burnout, or it has us totally checking out and giving up. So the key is to find a thought that you actually believe even just a little bit and practice that in order to change the way you're feeling and then change the way that you are behaving, the way you're showing up, the way that you're taking action towards your goals. So let's talk about the three steps of creating a powerful thought. The first step is to uncover and find the unconscious thought that you currently have. I like to call it our default setting thought. And most of us aren't aware of these default setting thoughts until something happens where we are triggered and the emotion shows up. That's usually when we notice it is like, oh, this thing happened and I'm having an emotional response that is kind of out of proportion to what happened or is just an emotional response that I don't like. Sometimes we notice it from the emotions and sometimes we notice it from our behavior. Again, we'll show up in a way where we're looking at it and going, I don't want to act like this. I don't want to speak like this. I don't want to react like this. And I have an example I wanted to share from my personal life. Actually, it's from my husband, his personal life. I'm sure he won't mind me sharing. But the other day we went for a family walk and we're walking down a pretty busy street And my kids are very active and very energetic and they were running around and they were zigzagging on the sidewalk. And at one point, my son was walking right on the edge of the curb on a busy street where buses go by. And my husband yelled at him to get off the sidewalk and he said it in a way that was pretty forceful and sounded quite frustrated. And then he said to me, I don't want to react this way to our kids. I don't want to sound so frustrated and angry. And we, of course, both understood why he had done that is that he felt like they weren't safe and he was trying to protect them. Like it all came from, I think, a good place. But he was like, I just wish I could communicate in a way that was more patient and more calm. And so I, 
gave him a little coaching session, totally free. Um, and I asked him like, what are you thinking when you do that? And he was like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm thinking. I just know what I'm feeling. And so I said, okay, well, what, what were you feeling? And he's like, I'm feeling annoyed. I'm feeling frustrated. And I was like, okay, so what's happening. And he already knows this, but what's happening is you're having a thought. You're having a thought unconsciously that's creating the feeling of annoyance or frustration and you're not aware of it. And that's okay, but we can actually become aware of our thoughts. We can choose to explore and get curious and figure out what's going on. And there was a part of him that was judging himself. Like I shouldn't do this. And I was like, you know, babe, when we should ourselves, when we shame ourselves, we block ourselves from really understanding what's going on beyond the surface. And so if we can just take that shame off, it's okay. It's okay that we have these reactions. It's okay that we show up in these ways. When we realize it, it's our opportunity to change. It's our opportunity to build our awareness and do something about it. And so we spent some time exploring what he was thinking and eventually came to the thought, I shouldn't have to deal with this. There was a part of him that was feeling like they should know already. They should be grown up enough that they don't need me to parent them this way. And that was what was creating the annoyance and then causing him to speak in a way that sounded, you know, a little bit more forceful or aggressive than he wanted it to. And so then we explored step two. Okay. So that's step one. Step one is becoming aware of your unconscious or default setting thought, using the trigger of the emotion that you're feeling or the behavior that you are demonstrating that you don't like using that as a little guide to trace back and figure out what you're thinking without judgment. That is very key. That's very, very important in this process is that you're not judging yourself along the way. If you're judging yourself, you are going to block yourself from being able to find these answers. Step two is to decide on a new powerful thought. Okay. And remember the criteria for a powerful thought is not that it sounds good when you say it, but that it actually feels like something in your body. We're looking for a shred of belief, a little part of your brain that when you say that thought out loud, there's something inside of you that says, yes, I believe that. Yes, that's true. Yes, that's possible. And I like to think of it as being on the scale, the belief scale. And the belief scale runs from negative 10 to positive 10. And when we try on a thought, we wanna ask ourselves, where is my belief on this scale? For certain thoughts, we're gonna be in the negatives. We're gonna be like at a negative eight when we realize what our default setting thought is. To try and jump from a negative eight all the way to a positive eight is a really big jump and isn't always accessible to us. So I suggest finding a thought that's got plus one level of belief or plus two. You do not need to have perfect belief in the thought in order to start practicing it. And here's the beautiful thing. What neuroscience is showing is that our brains are neuroplastic. What that means is that we can change the pathways in our brain. And the pathways are just the thoughts that we have. And I like to think of it like a trail in the woods. And I have a cabin, my family has a cabin, and there's all these different trails. There's a trail that goes down to the beach. There's a trail that goes up to the ridge. There's a trail that goes through the bush. And I know these trails so well because I've been walking them for nearly 40 years. I could probably walk them in the dark, blindfolded, with my eyes closed, 
I know these trails so well. And this is how pathways are formed in our brain. It's thoughts that we've been thinking for a long time that our brain just knows to travel down this certain pathway. And we do it without even thinking. We do it without even trying. But if we want to change that pathway, we need to actually try. It's like if you decide to take a different path at the cabin and you want to go to a totally new place, you're going to have to bring along an axe or a saw and you're going to have to put on your hiking boots and you're going to have to trudge through the bush. And the first couple of times it's going to feel awkward and you're going to run into things and it's going to be challenging. And that is like the process of creating a new thought pattern. It's hard at first. It feels awkward. It feels clunky. You might get scraped and scratched. You might want to give up because it's not the easy path that your brain is used to traveling. But it is possible, and that is the key here, and that's the thing I really want you to hear and take away from this podcast episode is that there is no thought or belief that you are thinking that can't be changed and doesn't have to take years of practice either. It takes only 63 days for our brain to create a new neural pathway. If you want to do more research um, and learning on this topic, I would recommend checking out Dr. Caroline Leaf. She is a neuroscientist and she has created some incredible resources for how to change the pathway in your brain. 63 days is all it takes to create a new neural pathway in our brain. So this second step of creating a powerful thought is to find a thought that you can actually believe even just a little bit. And I think I shared on my episode last week that two ways you can make a thought more believable to your brain is to add the phrases, I'm learning or it's possible to the beginning of the thought. So in the example I used earlier about worthiness, going from I'm totally unworthy to it's possible that I'm worthy of this. Or I'm learning how to agree with my worthiness. Thoughts like this help you build towards those plus 10 thoughts that you eventually want to believe. It can happen in steps. It can happen in a process. In coaching, we call these thoughts bridge thoughts or ladder thoughts because they're helping us bridge the gap from where we currently are in our belief to where we would like to go. And I wanted to, again, loop back to the example I gave with my husband. So after we identified what he was thinking on the default unconsciously and how that was creating his feelings and his actions and the results he was getting, then we explored what he wanted to think instead. Thought was, I'm learning how to set an example in my reactions. And that was really powerful for him. And I had suggested another thought. I had suggested the thought, I'm learning how to respond in a calm way or something like that. And it just didn't resonate for him. And it's not not that it's not a good thought, but it's not powerful for him because it didn't create an emotion in him. But when he said the thought, I'm setting an example for my kids in the way I react, that really elicited an emotional response in his body. And sometimes you can even see it in a person when they find a powerful thought that they actually believe, it changes their posture, it changes their countenance, it changes the look on their face because there's something inside of them that is responding emotionally to that thought. And that is what we're looking for. We're looking for that emotional response. And sometimes we have to try on several thoughts before we find one that's really powerful for us. And that's okay. Don't just go with the first thought that comes to mind. Be willing to try on a few and see what fits best. And step number three is just to practice. Now, again, in the example of my husband, I said to him, your homework is, and he kind of rolled his eyes at me, but I was like, your homework is not to try to react better. 
And that's what a lot of us do when we go through this process. We focus on the action, we focus on the behavior, and we look for immediate behavior change as a sign that this process is working. But we don't want to focus on the action first because we're not trying to change the action. We're trying to change the root of the action, which is the belief, which is the thought. So your homework going away from this exercise isn't to immediately change your behavior. It's to change the way you're thinking by practicing the new powerful thought once a day, every day for 63 days. Now, I want to give you a couple of hints and keys that can help you in this process of creating this new neural pathway for 63 days. So first of all, make sure that you're looking at this thought every single day, okay? And there's a couple ways you can do that. One, you can set a reminder on your phone that pops up at the same time every single day and allows you to read the thought because reading the thought is thinking the thought. Another thing you can do is you can write it on a sticky note and put it on your mirror, put it on your computer, put it somewhere where you're going to see it every single day. Another option is to habit stack. So an activity that you already do every single day, pair it with this new thought. So a way that you could easily do this is by while you brush your teeth, thinking your new powerful thought. So you put that sticky note with the thought on your mirror and when you brush your teeth, you always also practice the thought. Something I like to do is a morning routine and I have a free 10 minute morning routine that you can get on my website. The link is in the show notes. And I use part of my 10 minutes to practice powerful thoughts that I'm working on believing. And when I first started doing this work, what I did is I created a powerful thought in each area of my life. So I had a powerful thought in motherhood and in marriage and in fitness and physical health and in my business and in different areas of my business where I was where I was struggling or where I wasn't getting the results that I wanted. For a while, I focused a lot on thoughts about marketing. Um, and what I would suggest is that you do one new thought at a time. So you don't need to wait the full 63 days before adding in a new thought, but just wait until you've gotten in the habit with the one where you have a little bit of, a little bit of momentum of practicing it daily. And maybe you're even starting to feel differently and starting to know, notice yourself showing up differently. And once you start to see that momentum, then introducing a new thought, but only one at a time and not too many at once because it will become overwhelming if you have so many thoughts that you're trying to practice and there's the tendency at that point to just throw it all out and give up entirely. Now, what about the obstacles? What are some of the obstacles that are going to come up in this process and how do you deal with those obstacles? One obstacle that's going to come up is you're going to miss a day. Every once in a while, you're going to miss a day or maybe two or maybe three. When you miss a day, you don't have to start over. Just start again. And in fact, the way you respond to yourself when you miss a day matters more than missing a day. So let me explain that. When you notice that you missed a day, don't beat yourself up. Don't judge yourself. Don't shame yourself. Be gentle and compassionate and curious with yourself and just start again. You don't have to start from scratch. You don't have to start from zero. Just start again, okay? Another bit of resistance that might come up is what we call in coaching the river of misery, or in psychology, it would be called cognitive dissonance. And this is when there's a gap between what we used to think and believe and what we're trying to think and believe. And the picture of the river is that you're on one riverbank in your default setting thought, 
And, the, and your powerful thought is on the other side of the riverbank. And in order to get there, you're going through a stream that is flowing downhill. And there's a part of you that feels tempted to just let yourself get pulled along with the stream. But the truth is you are strong enough to walk through the stream. You are strong enough to face the resistance. Where we get caught up a lot is when we start to think that the resistance means that it's not working. Resistance does not mean that something is not working. Resistance means that you are building strength and that you are creating what you actually want as opposed to the default setting. If you think about it in terms of like a workout at the gym, the only way you build muscle is through resistance. If you're picking up a weight that doesn't feel heavy at all, you're not going to get stronger. You're just going to keep doing what you've always done and get the results that you've always had. If you want to actually get stronger, you have to pick up a weight that feels heavier than the last. And that is a little bit uncomfortable to lift. And that actually fatigues you at some point to lift it over and over and over again. When you do that, you know that you are getting stronger. And it's the same way with creating new powerful thoughts. The resistance is necessary for you to know that you are actually building the mental strength and creating a new way of operating and behaving and showing up in your life. So when you feel the resistance, congratulate yourself, be proud of yourself, tell yourself this is exactly the way it's supposed to go and I'm doing it right. I'm on the right path. So to summarize everything from today's episode, first of all, we're going to remember that positive thoughts are not better than powerful thoughts. We want thoughts that actually create an emotional response in us. And the way to create a new powerful thought is to identify the default setting thought, to decide on a new powerful thought using the tools of I'm learning and it's possible and trying thoughts on and seeing how they actually feel and trying to get to a one or two on the belief scale. And finally, practicing it daily, being willing to show up once a day, every day, for 63 days before it becomes natural and easy for your brain. And that's where you're headed, friends. The good news is, is that eventually it does become natural and easy for your brain. So I want you to think right now about an area in your business where you are not getting the results that you want, where maybe you're even taking a lot of action, but the action you're taking isn't getting you where you're trying to go. And I want you to ask yourself, what am I thinking? What is driving this action right now or this inaction? And what is the feeling that is going on inside of me? And then I want you to explore what new thought you could think that would help motivate you to take action. That when you think it, you actually feel drawn towards new behavior, new ways of showing up, new creative possibilities. And then every day, instead of focusing on the action, focus on the thought, practicing the thought once a day, every day for 63 days, knowing that eventually this will become your new default setting. This will become your new place of operating from. 
And from there, you will be able to continue to build and grow and create even more magnificent results. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you found it helpful, follow along and give us a quick review so that we can get the more heart, less hustle message into the hands of more women. And if you want to take this work even deeper, come check out Life Launch. It's my monthly coaching membership where we take all of these ideas and we apply them to your life so you can get the incredible results for yourself. Check it out at heatherborsma.com. We'll see you next week.